Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Let's go. We ain't got no time to waste. Let's go. You are now listening to Jason Anderson, and you are in the the Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. It's a Thursday edition of the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We'll talk with Matt Lane coming up an hour from now. Two press conferences coming up about 11.45, 11.50 or so. Sports Leisure at 1 o'clock. Washington has a football coach. They that? do. They do. I saw that. You want to let the people know who it is? I guess well, this will well shake known. up the NFC East. It'll sh- it's it's shaking some things. Dan Quinn Woo! is taking the last job on the head Woo! coaching carousel. They go from Ron Rivera to Dan Quinn. That's crazy. I didn't Woo! think Dan Quinn would do interviews until after the Cowboys were done playing in the Super Bowl. But he oh, hmm. I, I see what you did there. Hmm. I see what you did hmm. there. We'll also let you know about a really cool thing you can get uh, from. Um, Nyko Sports coming up at about uh, 10.45 or so. Limited edition, these uh, fully licensed, full-size licensed footballs for the Chiefs winning the AFC Championship game, fully embossed football. They've made a number of these. They have. I was telling Dylan Over about the last this five years. Yeah, I was like, well, you know what? This isn't our first rodeo. No, it is not. Uh, it's the fourth one in five years. There have been AFC Championship footballs. There's been a couple of uh, Super Bowl footballs. And let's hope there's another Super Bowl football mm-hmm. on the way. Mm-hmm. All right, 913-912-4810. That's the text line, 913-912-4810. We'll hear from the Chiefs today. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and players will be at the podium because it is the NFL and um, Super Bowl weeks. They'll be taking off for Vegas coming up this weekend. And, um, you know, they had the last couple of days off by having – this uh, bye week. So we'll hear from the Chiefs coming up about 11.45, 11.50 or so. The Chiefs put out an injury report of what would have been an injury report if they had practice yesterday. So <laughs> that's, I, I don't even need to get into it and look at it. We got time. We got time. A lot of time on our hands. A lot of time. So Kadarius Tony was in the news on Sunday morning. For the wrong reasons. He was a full participant in the made-up practice, but it was also listed as personal. Uh Uh-huh. NIR, I believe. Not injury-related to the first time on the books. Yeah. NIR. Personal. We found out personal on Saturday that it had to do with the birth of his first child. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we found out that he took some things personally over the last month or so on Sunday morning when he had the audio. Mm-hmm. We're not going to play the audio. It would be genuinely difficult to. I think people have probably heard the audio before. 
Now, Cam Newton has been in the news for his takes on Brock Purdy. He's been in the news with his podcast and dressing like the Mad Hatter. Quite literally with all the different hats that he wears. (laughs) One of the things that um, his podcast came out yesterday, and I want to play this clip from Cam Newton, who started his podcast talking about Kadarius Toney. And later on, you know, outside of this clip that we're playing, which was about eight minutes of him talking, cut down to as much as I thought was the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. He goes on and and also talks about, you know, after this clip, about how he, he was saying, speaking from a first person, saying, look, I'm okay with the fact that I'm not playing. You know why? Because I know it's because I'm not good enough. Hmm. I know it's because somebody said you're not good enough to play. It's not because I was an idiot. It's not because I had a domestic violence, DUI, drug problems bad teammates somebody looked at me and said you're not good enough anymore and he goes and I can live with that that's okay I know that I can't be playing right now Mm. not that I could be but I'm a knucklehead Mm -hmm. I'm an idiot that's what Kadarius Tony might be facing very soon you know he can play we know he can I think he's one of the best punt returners in the NFL if for nothing else, he could be on a roster to, to return punts. Totally, He's really good at that. I don't think he will be on a Chiefs roster moving forward. I don't think he should be. I think he should already be cut. I think that should be the message sent to the team. You're not messing with trying to win a Super Bowl. You messed with, on Sunday morning, trying to win an AFC Championship game because you made it about you. This team's talking about the camaraderie, how much they love everybody, kumbaya. And he's out there talking about they're making things up. I'm not injured. You can do some certain things. Find out what's really going on. Let's do it. Let's find out what's really going on. So Cam Newton, our change podcast that he does, talked a lot of the podcast about Brock Purdy and him defending his take on Brock Purdy and saying, I said he was a game manager. I didn't say he sucked. Game managers can make plays. Mm-hmm. Because they, they threw the clip up there of Jason McIntyre going, um, hey, Cam, that scramble by um, Brock Purdy, was that a game manager scramble? Or he's like, Yeah, game managers can scramble and make plays from time to time. Yeah. And I'm not sure Jason McIntyre with his Chiefs are going to get blown out. You know, It's one thing to say, I think the Ravens will win in like a 50-50 sort of thing, but Chiefs are going to get blown out. The Chiefs are done. The Chiefs suck. Andy Reid's going to retire. And then try to run a victory lap on somebody on a scramble by Brock Purdy. I think Jason McIntyre had Mahomes ranked 7 out of 8 in terms of the uh, best quarterbacks in the playoffs earlier this year. I think Brock Purdy was at 3 and Mahomes was at 7. I thought maybe the last two were the ones that were he was picking to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was here are the first six that aren't going to make the Super Bowl. Here's pick seven and eight going into the division round of, of quarterbacks that'll be in the Super Bowl. I'd let you try to find his logic, but I don't want you to okay, waste your time. Great. Well, here's Cam Newton in a message to Kadarius Tony. I thought this was really good, and he has one hell of a mic drop at the end, and it perfectly encapsulates what's going on with KT, the Joker, and quite frankly, what I believe to be the way that other players around the NFL 
and past players might be looking at Kadarius Tony after that video slash audio came out on Sunday morning. Uh, this is a message to Kadarius Tony, bro. If you don't realize this is the main reason why your ass ain't f-ing playing by doing shit like this. Welcome to corporate America, bro. These motherfuckers don't need you. And you don't help the situation by pouring fuel on the fire and acting as if you're going to do something when you're not. You're just f-ing up yourself, dog. What you going to put your hands on? Andy Reid? Think about it. In the hood, that's how you handle your business. Handle your business. Shut up. And, and like when we got any type of disconnect, I'm going to be this like, no, no, you ain't going to be able to do that in corporate. Like, bro, I'm I'm, I'm just being a hundred with you, bro. And, dog, if I ever see you, bro, I hope that we can talk. Because I know how you feel. I, mm-hmm. I, I know you feel like these is m- playing with your name right now. I know you feel like the, it's a lot of, as we would say, cap going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where you feel like, bro, I've been healthy, but these m- ain't playing me. But you don't understand. This is the reason why you're not playing. By doing all this extra shit. I think you should take a different approach next time. Because if you feel that they're playing you in a, in a manner that you don't feel, this ain't the way to do it. There's other ways to do it. This ain't the way to do it. He been in the league long enough that I, I'm guaranteeing like that, that was on his player card. Meaning like people knew that this was the type of player that he was. You know what I'm saying? Hey, great player, great talent, but he got a lot of back. He, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've all had those type of players that's like, bro, he alienated. That's not him. But it ain't no reason to shun him away because he can help the football team. We've seen him help it. Not in this year where he's been the villain, the offsides, the drop passes and things like that. You don't, bro. There's an old saying, and I always say, when the shit gets bigger than a rabbit, you got to kill the rabbit. Kadarius, Mr. Tony, your shit is becoming bigger than you. That's a hell of a mic drop by Cam Newton. That's a hell of a two minutes. And that was two minutes out of like eight. So if you want to go watch the whole, he gets into uh, corporate America, more things, handling it. It's a good radio edit. Yes, it's a a decent radio edit, I would say. Um, But the mic drop was pretty good. That the saying, when the bleep gets bigger than the rabbit, kill the rabbit. Kadarius, Mr. Tony, your bleep. I would amend that when he said your bleep is becoming bigger than you. I would take out the becoming. Your bleep is bigger than you. Your outside stuff is more than what you are bringing to the team. You are a net negative. This team can't have net negatives. If you were amazing and you did something stupid, the Chiefs might be able to live with that. What have you done to say you are indispensable. Because here's the thing. The real indispensable players don't do this stuff. If you're this stupid to do something like this off the field, then you are dumb enough to not know what you're supposed to do on the field. If you take time and plan out and think, I'm going to open my Instagram live, and I'm going to go live with all of this right now, Why would I trust you in a split second to make the right decision on the field? If your processing can't figure out this is a mistake and the wrong move now, after having weeks of you're on the injury report, the day of the AFC Championship game, hours after the birth of your first child, that you thought this was the right tack to take, 
I can't trust you on the field. How could you? I can't, how could yeah. you? How how could you trust him as a teammate? How how could you trust him in practice? Like I instinctively, just my like baseline here, I bristle so much at the Josh Rosen doesn't he cares about things other than football, <laughs> and so you can't trust him. Chris Connolly does not love football. He loves Star Wars and movies too he much. He wants to make movies, and he's got other activities. This is ridiculous. All and... the way to Mahomes isn't focused because he's a father of two, and he's doing too many commercials, and Travis Kelsey's a superstar, and he's not locked in. I hate that bleep because mm-hmm. it's not true. It, it does, and it certainly doesn't have to be true because people who are good at handling their business can itemize some of those things. There can be some compartmentalization. I would trust Travis Kelsey to handle the business he has handled this entire year, going back to getting hurt before the first game, now to being one of the most famous athletes in the world. <laughs> I trust him to handle all of that and still be an elite football player because he's proven it. He's shown that he can do that. He's also taken missteps. He did a reality show that he regrets now. I I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> well, you know what? Nobody on Baltimore was catching Kelsey on Sunday. Damn right. And you know what else wasn't getting caught? Any of his 1,000-yard seasons that were loading at that point. Yeah, like, right. that was all still coming. You can make mistakes and figure it out. You can be dumb and get smarter. You can learn from your actions. You can have conversations with Andy Reid or Matt Nagy or Brett Veach or Connor Embry. I don't know who Kadarius Tony or Marquez Valdez-Scantling for all the bleep that he got this year. Deserved, okay? Deserved bleep that he got. He had a miserable season. But he was still out there and still earning Patrick Mahomes' trust in the biggest moment of the year. And I bet he could have had a good conversation with Kadarius Tony about, hey, man, Neither one of us are having the seasons we wanted to be having here, but I'm going to be playing and eventually making a play in the AFC Championship game, and you are going live the morning of it. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs give second, third, fifth chances. They they had Tyree Kill, who has never been accused of being really good at filtering what he says publicly. They signed Damon Arnett to a futures contract just to have him wave a gun around on camera and then get cut again like within the week. That was a a playoff stretch Mm -hmm. thing, too. Totally unnecessary. The Chiefs have stepped in it before. They also reportedly have all these, you know, a lot of off-the-field character concerns about George Pickens. Everybody's an individual case. I I don't think there's any flat blanket you can throw over any philosophy, any player. It's, it's, It's too detailed for that. I want to defend the player, and I want to defend the the multiple layers that lives have at every turn. And I've got nothing for Kadarius Tony. Cam Newton is exactly right. His bleep is bigger than he is at this point, and I don't see him shrinking the bleep, and I don't see him getting any bigger. The problem with Kadarius Tony is there, there's a couple things that, that you could have looked at his career when the Chiefs traded for him. And I'll make a comparison to Justin Herbert on the field. Nothing but Justin Herbert off the field. Okay, okay. All right, I'm with you. Justin Herbert try. on the field. What I've said when they hired Jim Harbaugh, when Justin Herbert came into the league, it was, okay, he was done in by his coach. Mm-hmm. Well, now they got Brandon Staley. They got a new offensive coordinator. got a new coach. All right, that offense sucks. Don't worry, they got Kellen Moore now. Mm-hmm. They got Kellen Moore. This is going to be different. It wasn't different. If he can't do it with Jim Harbaugh, he's out of excuses mm-hmm. of being a, quote, winner mm-hmm. of the teammates showing up to his birthday party, the old uh, you know draft day fun with uh, Kevin Costner. One of the things at Oregon, is he a real leader? Can he can he carry a team? Can he put a team on his back and, and lead him to victory, right? Because Mahomes wasn't a winner. Right. So you can't really tell that in college, okay? I don't believe in that whole thing. Like, well, he doesn't win in college, therefore, yeah, Mahomes wasn't a winner, and all he is in the NFL is a over-my-dead-body game, a bleep-you game. I am not going to allow this team to lose the game. A little bit with Justin Herbert. 
Because the excuses are gone now that Jim Harbaugh is there. Mm-hmm. When Kadarius Tony goes from the Giants to the Chiefs, you can say his issues were because of a flawed organization. Mm-hmm. That organization could not insulate the things going on with Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony needed surroundings, structure, discipline, other leaders, greatness around him to help him conform to that rather than dysfunction, which could bring out the worst in him. If you can't do it with the Chiefs and one of the most respected, well-run, organized franchises, organizations, teams, dynasty, or on the cusp of, what team in the league is going to say, you're worth bringing in? Herm Edwards said, Back in 2006, 2007, when did the Patriots trade for Randy Moss from the Raiders? Um, was that, that was 2008 going was, into 07, 08, I think, Yeah, so right? 2008 was when uh, Brady tore his ACL, right? So yeah. 2007 was the yeah. first year. It was so the it was the summer of 06 to 07. Okay, April, so, April 2007, Raiders 2007. trade Moss to Patriots for fourth-round fourth pick. Fourth-round pick. Herm Edwards was the coach of the Chiefs. And the conversation with Herm Edwards was why... And I, I think this was off the podium. This was the converse. Herm, Herm used to do the podium and then go off the podium and talk with the reporters and sort of give you the real story. Um, so I don't remember if this was on the podium or off the podium. It's common knowledge now. It, it's been talked about now. I'm not, you know, re- releasing any, hey, this is off the record stuff. But um, I think Seren talks about a Herm Edwards talking about a my guy. Like you can have a couple of my guys. And a my guy is... I have to pay attention to this guy. He's right. my guy. I've got to watch him. Not my guy. I love that guy, right? right. That's my guy. That's my no. guy that's going to help no. control this locker room with a good energy. Hey, no. you got number 82. That's your guy. Okay, yep. my guy's 82. I got to watch this guy. Okay, all right. I, 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 you can have a couple of those. But he said at the time why they didn't trade for Randy Moss because they didn't have the structure to insulate to bring Randy Moss in there and to get the best out of him. So they didn't trade a fourth. The Patriots did. And he goes from the Raiders and sort of an also-ran, a nice uh, uh, player, have a decent season. A lot of wide receivers would love to have some of those numbers in the NFL, wide receivers that come and go. He goes to the Patriots, and he catches 20-something touchdown passes in a season. And they go undefeated until losing to the Giants. What team is going to be close to winning and say Kadarius Tony's a difference? What team is going to be losing and saying, well, we can bring this guy in now? That's what he's running into. The Patriots brought in Randy Moss, and Randy Moss was good. He conformed. Kadarius Tony's not doing that. What stood out to me in the sort of 20 seconds that Cam Newton said later on of, I'm comfortable knowing that I can't play anymore because somebody told me I'm not good enough. I'm not sitting here knowing I'm good enough to play, but I did this to myself. There will come a time, five years from now, ten years from now, and we'll see if next year Kadarius Tony's playing somewhere. But if he doesn't, if this is where teams go, I'm sorry, man. The juice is not worth the squeeze. Your bleep is bigger than you. Then there will be a time when he'll look back and go, man, I could be making $2 million this year. I could be making $3 million this year. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. I should be playing right now. I know I'm good enough to play. How did I let that get away? I want to make a comeback. I want to come back. Nah, no, thank you. You've been out of the league for a couple of years. We don't, we don't trust you then when, you know, your stuff was too big for your ability. Is your ability still there? I don't know. That's the problem now is when you do this with the Chiefs, other teams going, well, how are we going to get the best out of them? 
if a winning team with the culture you already mentioned and adding in the layer of having the most maligned wide receiver group in the NFL this year, you had the quarterback and the coach and the opportunity. The Carolina Panthers this offseason might look around and say, man, we really need somebody with some juice in this offense. How far are they going to get before they say maybe Kadarius Toney's the answer? Because Kadarius Toney, again, in, in the best surroundings, but the best circumstances, was a net negative for this team, and then continued to be a net negative, inactive on the morning of the AFC Championship game away from the team. I, I don't know how you can overcome that. It, it, that his performance this year did not give you any reason to even take on that battle, much less to take on that battle knowing what the return is. What? Why would you do that? Who would you trust to be in a better situation to do that than this Kansas City Chiefs team? There's there's no argument for it. The The talent is there, but the production isn't, mm-hmm. and the mentality isn't. Two strikes is too many. Yeah. I, I don't think you can overcome that. Because the talent is one. The production and bleep off the field, those are two different things. Right. The two is outweighing the one. You can be really talented and really productive and get mm-hmm. away with a lot. You can be really talented and have some stuff off the field and they're, oh, well, your production, we'll see if it gets, that's going to be the thing that ultimately judges you. You cannot zero out in two of those categories. You, oh, man, well, the potential, man, if, if Canary Tony was coming out of college all over again. The other thing that if I'm a, if I'm a scout of another team or GM of, an, of another team, it's not even just Kadarius Tony not producing in the receiver room that he was just in. It's the Chiefs offense yeah. that made Tyreek Hill a Hall of Famer. I mean, he would have been, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that utilized sure. Tyreek Hill in a way that will make him a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. That, that went and traded a draft pick for McCole Hardman because they missed speed and quickness in their offense. They had Kadarius Tony, and they said, give us anything else. We'll have MVS and Sky Moore run those jet sweeps when they're out there. I... It, it, it feels like on every level a career ender, and I, I hope he eventually hears that from Cam Newton and from a former MVP and can hear that going like, oh, yeah. no, this this will be the end of the career and it will be my fault. And maybe that's something that will will stabilize a little bit. Honestly, if he has a, a rejuvenation, I'd rather it be on the Chiefs than somewhere else. I don't think it's going to be anywhere else, and I don't really think it's going to be with the Chiefs either. I think the Canarius Tony story is just about over. Do you find it coincidental the hip injury is not listed there anymore? I don't. I don't. I saw the uh, estimated report yesterday, and I saw NIR personal, and I thought, huh. No hip. I don't know. I've got a couple of guesses as to why that change could have been made, but I don't think it was coincidental. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll continue rolling. I do want to get into uh, Cynthia Freeland wrote at um, NFL.com the top underperforming and overperforming units on the season. Uh, from what she uh, expected them to be to how good they ended up being. We'll talk about some of those. And then I, I do want to you know, get into at some point, um, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, but if we think Lamar ever gets to a Super Bowl, and, and I want to bring it up from the scope of Tom Brady being a real selfish prick <laughs> when he played to keep other quarterbacks from going to Super Bowls. And right now, Patrick Mahomes is a real selfish prick. Four out of five, you know, times outside of Tom Brady that he's keeping other Tannehill, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow a second time, and now Lamar Jackson. Like he's keeping four different quarterbacks from going to a Super Bowl so he can go to another one. So selfish. <sighs> what a jerk. I'm glad he's my jerk, though. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. More zone next.
Matt Lane will come up at 11 o'clock. We'll hear from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and some players at the podium coming up at about 11.45, 11.50 or so, a little more than an hour from now. And then Sports or Leisure presented by Johnny's Tavern coming your way. There will be one more Johnny's Tavern Monday after a game for the Chiefs. A week from Monday. It'll be February 12th, Super Bowl Monday, national holiday. It's pretty good to start getting those deals in September and to still be getting them in February. That's right. It's not a not a bad life we got here. That's right. Every uh, every Monday outside of what would have been two along the way. Their bye week and this bye week. Wow. Every Monday you would have an opportunity to go get some uh, percentage off that 18-inch uh, New York-style specialty Jeez. pizza dine-in only. Does Lamar ever get to a Super Bowl? Let alone win one. Somebody's not going to. Does he ever get to a Super Bowl, let alone win one? Do you know how many, since Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe, do you know how many non-Tom Brady, from the time he took over from Drew Bledsoe and then he left for the Bucks? Let's just say time he took over from Drew Bledsoe and then beat the Rams. Because the next year is when Patrick Mahomes took over. So how many non-Brady AFC quarterbacks just made a Super Bowl? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to count, but I think it's Dylan. You can wait in here. Come on. Dylan knows the answer. So let me go first. <laughs> Dylan. He just uh, said yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say four. Which four? Is it four, Dylan? He's saying yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Roethlisberger, Manning, Flacco, and somebody else. It's the one between the three Super Bowls that he won. Three of the four. May have been a Chiefs quarterback at one point. Maybe the last time the Raiders made the uh, Super Bowl. Oh, holy bleep. Uh, yeah, well, I forgot about that Super Bowl. It's uh, His name is on one of the uh, uh, clips that we may play today. I wasn't even looking at that. Uh, yeah, Rich Gannon. <laughs> Rich Gannon, that's right. Holy bleep. That was after Brady took over. Yep. Yeah, it was. Brady won. Man, I fully Rich have Gannon. Rich Gannon in a pre-Brady bucket. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Then Brady, Brady. That was Raiders Raiders Bucks was 2004? Mm-hmm. 2002. Two. Okay, good. 2002. Yeah, four was... um, yeah because uh, the Patriots won... After 9-11. Yeah, all right. And sort of they came out of nowhere. This is amazing. What a great story that the Patriots are the ones that win in February of 02. Right. Um, or was it January at that time? I can't remember. That, no, doesn't been, matter. I think it was just first week of February that, still, right? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, four. Peyton went to four and one two. Big Ben went to three and one two. Flacco went to one and one one. And Gannon went to one. Tom Brady went to nine, and those other quarterbacks combined went to nine. <laughs> what? That stinks. That's crazy. He won six, and those other quarterbacks combined won five. Unreal. From the time he took over from Drew Bledsoe. And I bring that up because Brady was there so often that the only other ones that went outside of Flacco and, and Gannon that, that year were Hall of Famers. Yeah. It was Peyton went to four of them. Big Ben went to three of them. So there's seven of the other possible nine outside of Brady's. So I ask about Lamar in just a general conversation moving forward in the AFC because Brady was incredibly selfish. (laughs) And Patrick Mahomes, since losing to Brady, has had one quarterback besides himself make it to the championship, to the Super Bowl. And that took a Mahomes meltdown in the second half to keep Burrow from getting there. Now, maybe 
if Mahomes doesn't melt down against Bur- uh, against the Bengals, maybe the next year they're not incredibly motivated to come back sure. and beat. Maybe the Bengals are the ones that have all the extra motivation, and who knows what happens last year. Leap happens. Joe Flacco got to one. You right, know, absolutely. Fine. But if we say Joe Burrow's already won. Yep. O-N-E, not right, W-O-N. Right, right. But you can also say won the AFC. Sure. Either, either one, but he hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's been there. There's one quarterback that's done that. Josh Allen, Lamar. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, Trevor, Tua, CJ. Did you say Josh Allen yet? I said Josh Allen okay, first. Yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar, Trevor, Herbert, CJ, Tua. Like these other quarterbacks just thrown into the bunch, thrown into the mix. Because if those other quarterbacks make it, they now have to get past Mahomes and Burrow. Right. Because Burrow's already made it. So Burrow's already won. Burrow is the what would be Peyton Manning mm-hmm. to the Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He's already been there. So now you got to get past Mahomes and Burrow if you're going to throw yourself in the mix of getting to the Super Bowl in the AFC with these two guys that have already done it since Mahomes got over the hump in 2019. I'd like to say that Burrow might just be the Flacco, but Flacco actually won. So. <laughs> but he's not going to get there every year. Right. And the question would be, like, is there going to be one or two guys that take up the mantle of the Peyton and Ben as opposed to, is it going to be, well, Burrow went to one, and Allen went to one, and Lamar went to one, and uh, Tua somehow went to one, and this person went to one, and that person went to one, and the others were just Mahomes the, the entire time. Anthony Richardson going to – but, like, the, cra- the, mm-hmm. the crazy thing, the reason that, like, Stroud and Anthony Richardson comes to mind is that it, something that, uh, that our friend Kent Swanson tweeted out after the AFC Championship game, which is that the guys that, that Mahomes has vanquished here now – are all off their rookie contracts. Right. I mean, there's there's not the even the Flacco value window. There's there's not a fluctuating window for these different teams well, that it's oh well it's, it's Allen is elite but he's got a big cap number or it's Burrow's really good but he's still on the rookie deal. These teams are all kind of in their window right now and the Chiefs window is not yet closing. Mahomes cap hit this year was 37 million dollars. Next year it jumps to 57. Mhm. We'll see if they do anything with that. Josh Allen's cap hit this year was nineteen million. Next year it jumps to forty seven. Yeah. Unreal. Burrow's a slower burn, but if you look at Burrow and Lamar, Lamar this year was twenty two, Joe Burrow was twenty. They both have one year to where it's sort of in the middle there of, of uh low thirties, upper twenties. But in twenty twenty five, Lamar is gonna be forty four million dollars. And Joe Burrow is going to be forty six and, and uh, forty six point three. That means they have one more year left before they're in the forties of cap hits, which is more uh, a, a, a bigger cap hit than Mahomes was this year. It's just like that's the window of having a financial advantage over the Chiefs. Yeah, it's done, and they haven't done anything. This with was it. the year. Lamar was twenty two yeah. million. Joe Burrow was nineteen point five, and Josh Allen was eighteen point six. And Joe Burrow unfortunately got injured. And Mahomes went through Josh Allen and Lamar. And again, he wasn't close enough to be in that conversation, so I understand why we're leaving him out. But if you're looking at Justin Herbert now, and like, oh, Harbaugh and the chance that... We, we all agree here that Harbaugh makes the Chargers scarier and gives them a better outlook, right? None of us are going to pick him to win the AFC West next year, but several people will. His advantages, gone, and, and the rest of that roster was built for mm-hmm. this year. There, all of these teams invested in veterans, for last year, this year, and and to some extent next year, if you're counting deals like Von Miller's, whose deal next year is going to be an absolute albatross, I, it 
Well, it I mean, is going to take something weird to happen for these teams to make Super Bowls. Justin Herbert's cap hit next year is only 19.3. Is that his last his, his it, last yeah, low year? Because after that, it jumps up to 40. And the but, rest of the cap for them next year is Right. Eight. He's only at $19.34 million. But they're almost $50 million over the cap already. Right. Like, I mean, what do you do? That advantage, and that's sort of my point of now these teams are going to have to make some difficult cuts. Yes. Difficult decisions. The Chiefs have already done that. Yes. And they've made back-to-back Super Bowls. They have to do it again this offseason with Snead and Chris Jones, and they got to adjust again. How do they do that? So there is another opportunity with... Jones and Snead may be gone while Mahomes' cap hit jumps up to 57. How do they uh, differentiate uh, those things from where they are now to keep themselves on a winning track? It's probably not going to be $57 million for Mahomes to play into the cap next year. It'll probably be much uh, lower than that, depending on what much lower means to different people, relative term. But Lamar and Burrow and Allen all jump up. Now, maybe theirs will be lower as well. Right. Sure. Maybe they'll have to do that because, do that. like, you know, uh, the, the Bills are dealing with cap issues. And so maybe Josh Allen's not going to be $47 million. But even if he drops from 47, it's because they're just trying to get under the cap. Right. Not dropping to 47 so they can go and add. Dropping from 47 so they can be legal. <laughs> exactly. So they can be under the rules. And if that 47 goes down... That means in 2025, his $56.5 million cap hit is going to go up because he didn't sign a 10-year extension. Right? He didn't sign that extension. They eventually will give him more money, give him more years, but he didn't sign that extension. So eventually that guaranteed money on this contract is going to have to come due. As every every team has some version of that. The Bengals are going to have to decide on T. Higgins and some big contracts mm-hmm. to do with it. The Chargers are in cap hell. The Ravens have just sort of rebuilt all of this. They ate... Is Lamar the newest contract of those guys, just from like when he literally signed it? Or did Herbert sign his after? I can't remember. Herbert's would be delayed by the year, but, yeah. you know, we've, again, as we've talked about. I just, there, there is no systemic advantage for any of the non-Mahomes teams. Yep. Everyone's pretty much on even footing now, and one of the teams on even footing has a quarterback who's 10 feet taller than anybody else's quarterback. Yep. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll tell you how you can get something really cool uh, as the Chiefs go to yet another Super Bowl. We'll talk about that coming up next. All right, we'll continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you. We'll talk with Matt Lane coming up in the next segment. We'll hear from the Chiefs an hour from now. Right now, telling you how you can get something really cool. Great piece of memorabilia, man cave, present, whatever it might, present to yourself. Uh, a, a keepsake for this uh, Chiefs season, which has been a memorable one, both for the highs and the lows. Bob Iback joining us here from Nyko Sports uh, as uh, he lets you know all of the things that um, and ways you can get this uh, beautiful football. Bob, welcome to the show. How are you today, man? Hey, Jason, Josh, nice to be with you guys. It seems like we do this almost every year, and uh, it's become a nice experience. And I was just checking online today about looking at the prices for some of these tickets oh my goodness. that are going out in Vegas, two, three thousand dollars for a ticket just to go watch the game. You got it half and off? <laughs> I was I was thinking, you know what, I got something you can get yeah. for a hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety five cents that'll that'll keep the memory alive for a long, long time. And that's what I want to talk about with you and your audience today. And these are really cool as you've seen these before when we've done these with you. because uh, I know last year they uh, they won the Super Bowl and they've been I've had uh, three of these in the last five years. It's a full-size football, fully licensed, and it's exclusive to Nyko Sports. Only 5,000 of these will ever be made, with a portion of the proceeds going to a really good charity 
that the uh, Chiefs chose. It's called CASA. C-A-S-A stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. What they do, there's volunteers in the community in Jackson County out there uh, who stand up and speak out to help children who have experienced, uh, you know, abuse and neglect. Just a great group. So a portion of the proceeds from this will go to help out them. Uh, each football is uh, is uh, fully embossed on the various panels, so it'll keep it pristine looking with the logos and the stats and the pictures on there. They're $119.95 each. You'll get a numbered certificate of authenticity, and in a moment, I'll give out that toll-free number and website. But you better hurry up and order these ahead of time because I've been told with all these Swifties that are out there, <laughs> They are, they're, they're looking at these as, you know, this is a bargain for them to go ahead and get something that'll tie in with uh, Taylor Swift and, of course, uh, her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. So uh, when I give out that number, I urge people, do it sooner than later. And these footballs will be updated. And if the uh, Chiefs go on to uh, get that back-to-back championship, we'll have all that information with the update on one of the panels as well. Uh, the first panel on the football has the entire 2023 season schedule in order with scores, dates, opponents. Right in the center there is a beautiful Chiefs helmet logo. The panel right below that has stadium history, the official Super Bowl Roman numeral logo for Super Bowl 58 right there, the AFC logo, and championship history for the Chiefs will have listed their, their three previous Super Bowl titles, there are other AFC titles and more. So you have all that information there. And then the bottom panel is really a favorite of mine because it has action images and color and their stats for quarterback Patrick Mahomes and tight end Travis Kelsey. And uh, that's very historic because Mahomes now has 14 playoff victories, leads all active quarterbacks. And, of course, Kelsey just set the record against uh, Baltimore with the uh, the receptions for most most receptions ever in postseason history. So all that information will be on this football. And, of course, like I mentioned before, with all the Swifties out there associating and trying to get memorabilia and everything else associated with the game, this is going to be going pretty fast. So I urge people, call this number as soon as you can, 1-800-345-2868. That's one 800 345 2868 or go right to com. you won't get left out you can order it there n-i-k-c-o sports.com that's n-i-k-c-o sports.com or just hit that number again 1-800-345-2868 these will be sent to you in about six to eight weeks it takes a little longer because of the embossing process but jason you know what? I've had these footballs in my collection, my man cave, for years, some of them going back 10, 15 years uh, when I've worked on projects like this. And those footballs look as pristine-looking because of the embossing process. They don't fade. So that's a special thing, and that's why it takes a little longer to make these. Yeah, I, I, the, the embossing part is uh, what makes it so beautiful. And, and you mentioned, you know, you got a little time before it gets there, which also allows y- you guys and Nyko Sports to be able to put that Super Bowl championship there, hopefully in uh, a little less than two weeks, if the Chiefs were able to get that done. But great point on the Swifties when one of those panels has an image of Travis Kelsey. <laughs> embossed oh, yeah. in color and everything. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I hope we can be checking back with you next uh, next week after yeah. the uh, well, not next week, but after the, the after they play the game on February the 11th, and check back with you to let you know what's going on uh, after the the game is played uh, against San Francisco. And I know the Niners are going to be hungry because they haven't. Uh, won a Super Bowl since 1994, so it should be a classic game. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait for it. Bob, you're the man as always, and I uh, I hope we catch up in uh, uh, you know little under two weeks from now. Yes, that's that's not like a plan. And uh, go Chiefs! Absolutely. There's uh, Bob Iback, Nico Sports, N I K C O Sports dot com. Again, N I K C O Sports dot com. You can call one eight hundred three four five. 2868-345-2868, NicoSports.com, $119. And again, the portion of the proceeds you mentioned going to Jackson County Casa. We told you about Jackson County Casa before. Myron Metcalf, when he joins us on Tuesday, uh, yeah, Tuesdays at noon, uh, benefits uh, Jackson County Casa and um, the court-appointed special advocates that uh, recruit, train, and support the uh, advocates for best interest of the children in the Jackson County Family Court System. So really cool that this also goes to help uh, a really cool charity, a really cool organization like Jackson County Casa. So the fully embossed football, there are only 5,000 made. When they're out, they're out. And when one of the panels has a picture of fully embossed and in color of Travis Kelsey, it's a good point about um, you know the, uh, the Swifties out there. And if the Chiefs win, the football will then be updated with the Super Bowl championship as well. Cool stuff. NicoSports.com.